Welcome back to another episode of the Fired Up Podcast. And today we are fired up about the latest Game of Thrones episode, Eastwatch. Uh, you know, this is the fifth episode out of seven. I can't believe even saying that makes me sad. Eastwatch. There's only two left. Yeah, that is a bummer. That's a bummer. Uh, we got this penultimate one on Sunday, and then we've got the finality. They are both the two of the longest episodes they've ever had, so that's going to be great. We get a little bit more extra Thrones. And you know what's nice? Hmm? When we lose Game of Thrones, we gain a football season. We do gain a football season. It was nice of them to push back the start date for Game of Thrones just to kind of coordinate that with our schedules, so thanks, D&D. But let's, let's jump right into this episode because after that huge battle a week and a half ago, I think there were some lingering questions was Jamie going to die or not going to die? What was going to happen with Braun? How about the scene when T- Jamie's captured and Tyrion has to get him out? Oh, wait. They just got off. I was so confident that they were going to be fished out. We were going to have the reunion right there, have to figure out what Danny's going to do with Jamie. I can't believe how that started. We were a little groggy. We watched it together. Yep. Had the Outside Lands weekend. Not all the t- not all there. Mm-mm. It was. It started on such a sour note for me because, it, you know, I understand it's a fantasy novel, but just stuff like that, it almost, I would call it maybe not lazy writing, but it's like, you know, he fell into a little shallow pond, it looked like, and then he's like sinking down, and then next thing you know, he's what, 500 yards away in full plate with Braun dragging him? I don't know. I do think Jamie that Aquaman. maybe not lazy writing, but maybe lazy like shooting just because it would seem to me when you end the scene or the episode with them falling to the depths, it's not like Braun dove, took him off the horse, got underwater and then was immediately like, all right, we got to get to the other side because the enemy is here. It was, oh, let's float for the last 10 seconds of this. And then they're 20 feet underwater and then the yeah. next episode starts with them 500 yards downstream oh they pop up at least if there's like a dead body in the water maybe they got under that and then they sailed down but it was just oh they woke up and the armies were gone like they weren't anywhere near where the battle had taken place yeah which was really strange i mean i think we were kind of on different ends of the spectrum with how much we liked this episode uh i know brad after he finished it he thought it was one of the best of the series and i was just i think it's just that I'm a little annoyed that they're having to cut corners to progress the storyline. And maybe that's just like a seven episode thing. Maybe it's a budget thing. But maybe it's just me being selfish that I want more. I want more when they're traveling, when they're going north to Eastwatch. I want to see Gendry and John up taking that long trip instead of just like, oh, they're there. Like, oh, they're there. Like everything. Like, oh, Jamie's already back in King's Landing where it was like the same day. Um, oh yeah and now to be fair at the battle you know they were getting the rest of their gold into king's landing so them getting into king's landing to me wasn't wasn't that weird but when they are sitting on the shore after they get dragged out of the water and there's nothing going on around them there's no battle there's no people there's nothing it's like how long were you holding your breath under there Tyrion saw you go after danny he saw you charging a great scene where he's like you freaking idiot like some great editing and then Tyrion isn't even going to go look for him. Yeah, right. Now like that he saw James, uh, now that part maybe of, he just wants him to get away. Maybe exactly. he's like, oh, if he can survive, I don't know how he would think he would survive, but I don't know. Yeah, and they and then they just pull up on the banks, and it would have been funny if just maybe like two two Dothraki were there, and like 
Hey, who's that guy? Maybe you just have to yeah. kill him. Hey, let's go kill him. A little bit of a of a. Uh, we'll see. What's going to happen with Braun? Is oh. he going to is he going to turn? One cloak. One when Braun and Tyrion see each other, there's nothing. I, w- I wanted to see that too. Well, I mean, we get that there was a reunion before that because they had to set it up. I want to see that. 100%. Like I love that relationship. It was a we were invested into it for what two, three, three years, seasons? something like that. I don't know. And then they just kind of skip. Like it would have been nice to see them have the reunion. Like you know, there'd be some witty banter. Oh, a hundred percent. And yeah, I don't know. And it, it does seem like even if that was their first meeting, because you know they had used Varys's little birds or something like that, it would seem to me that in the very least, it could be more than just oh, you're not battling me. You're fighting him. It's like, okay. And then yeah. you, Bron just leaves. Maybe it's just me wanting more than we have time to give in a seven episode. I can only season. hope that that's true, and which is why there's so much time. Just, they've obviously, I mean, time's nothing now, right? I mean, it's 100% nothing. Yeah. So I did. Just crowdfund. Let's was, crowdfund it. Let's get three more episodes. episodes next season. I don't know. There are dragons. There are so many dragons in every episode now. I just yeah, imagine I mean, these the budgets. The one with like. John and Drogon, where you sniffing? I was like, man, that probably ate up a lot of their budget. And it was awesome. Yeah, it was. I I enjoyed that little nod to his heritage. You think Danny's kind of trying to like figuring it out a little bit? Because I don't think no, who, I don't who's think been so. able to pet those dragons. Yeah, Tyrion let him go. Tyrion pet him though, right? I mean, and he's he, the one that unlocked it. the yeah, chains. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder if there's a little bit oh, of Oh, it's all coming together. Yeah, it is. But there was a little bit of disappointment, and that's the first scene that we come to is especially when we're expecting. A cool reunion because Jamie's trapped or something like that. Okay, so on that note, going into Danny taking care of the Tarleys, ah. leaving Sam. Now Sam's the man. He's the man of the house. He doesn't even know it. Yeah, poor guy. He's got the sword though. Yeah, he's just stealing stuff everywhere. He's just going stealing, stealing swords, stealing scrolls, stealing yeah, books. That's true. He's kind Clucked of a, though, man. He's kind of a criminal. They might send him to the wall if they catch him. <laughs> Were you kind of on the side of Varys where he's like, oh, like she's losing it. Like it makes it seem like Varys, he saw the Mad King. He's worried that she's going the way of the Mad King. What did you think? I thought that that scene was kind of a send off to Randall Tarly. Uh, I don't think that she's going crazy. I have no problem with what she did to the Tarleys. I think that Dick on Tarly is an idiot. And you absolutely bend the knee. What you doing, dog? You 100% bend the knee. One, the Tyrells have been eliminated. So if you bend the knee, you're probably the most powerful house in the Reach anyway. And you're just going to give it up because your dad, who I think was saying that he's only got one queen, is because he's tired of fighting. I think he had one queen the whole time. He switched to Cersei, and now his army just got burned alive. I'm pretty sure that Randall is just kind of like... He's just the old curmudgeon guy. guys. It's just, over. I'm so tired of this. Exactly. Because he even yeah. looks back at his son and he says, no. He yeah. tells him, stay over there, yeah, yeah. bend the knee. Yeah. I don't think that Danny's going crazy. I think that she understands that she has little wiggle room when she says something. So if she says, bend the knee or die. Yeah, follow through. She's got to do it. She didn't burn the whole army. You know it was what? just the top It of was the a house. quick burning. I mean, they were pretty much like, pa, roasted. How like, fat? How hot is that fire? So it's like, it's not that much worse than getting beheaded. I'm sure it's worse, but it's not like some of the ones who are like kind of caught in like a little. Yeah, the side yeah, fire. Yeah, the side fire where they're just like burning alive. Where just like the know, hand gets yeah, burnt and they're exactly. just waving it around. Uh, so I didn't think that she was going crazy. And so I thought Tyrion, while he was a little worried, I just, I think it was a little bit of an overreaction because to me, she's not the mad queen yet. But are you. No, I, don't, I don't think so either. She hasn't yeah. done that yet, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, the scene 
that, that alone, the scene between Tyrion and Varys. It was good. Right? Tyrion doing a little drinking. They're discussing kind of... You mean Varys? The, Varys, Varys is finally drinking. Booze, yeah. yeah, Tyrion's always drinking, I guess. Ugh. I did like... I think everybody Sour. that was watching knew, hey, did you read it? It's like, oh, it's a scroll for the King of the North. Yeah. So what does what it is say? <laughs> so I thought that was really good. I mean, we could talk a little about the Jor reunion with Danny. It was underwhelming for me. You didn't think I? I mean, I thought it was enough emotion. You didn't. What? Do you want more? Like what? I don't know. Maybe a little. I don't. I have no idea. I actually don't know what I wanted because there's not much more. Because it even well, she does. Yeah, he comes in and and he has a lot. She has a lot of emotion for somebody that she has sent away so many times. Yeah. Uh, the way that she was hugging him, I was just like, man. I mean, are you gonna kiss him? It was a little strange, but Dario's a little gone. strange, and then Dario's gone. But now, like John, like all of a sudden, Danny's just like fully smitten with John. You think so? Uh, yeah, I think there were a couple times in the episode where it showed her looking at him like, "Oh, you're going north of the wall." Uh, and it, that oh. accent, oh my goodness! Uh, I did see that. I noticed that. I thought when he was petting the dragon, it seemed to me like she gave him a little yeah, look, like, an, "Oh, if you can when, touch these things." When he decided that you he can wanted to go north of the wall, she was just like, "No." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, Lotus. But that was probably my favorite part of the episode, by the way. Which one? Just when the Archmaster just goes. Oh, Lodos. <laughs> just like such a, just talking about Lodos. The Archmeister. How about that scene with Sam? Uh, are you, I mean, it's like they spent three eh. episodes there to find out about the Dragonstone, to find out about John and uh, John's parents, and to clear Jorah, and now he's gone. Yeah, it's like I said, it's just moving the plot along at the expense of like a little, like not character development. Most of the characters are just like, I don't know, some witty conversation. More like, interaction. All, yeah, more interaction. Um, it was interesting. We were looking at uh, Brennan Blackfish, who's like the Game of Thrones dude. Oh, yeah. And he said it was maybe his favorite episode since Blackwater. I don't I know. Was surprised. I was surprised about that. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, the subreddits were kind of crapping on it a little bit. See, I think that my problem with it was that the big scenes – was where the writing felt a little bit flat to me. But all of the scenes where it's a couple of characters interacting, I thought it was actually pretty good. Like the Tyrion and Varys scene, I thought the Jamie and Tyrion scene was great. I enjoyed it immensely, but there's a few things about the scene that felt wrong. One, you don't get Tyrion's interaction with Bronn, which is wrong. Two, at the end of it, Cersei says, you think, you know, whatever, you think something happens in this place without me knowing? And so she's going to let Tyrion meet with Jamie. That was a big So there's all this question external stuff that to me doesn't make any sense. But when you do finally get the two together, I, then I think it's okay. The writing was fine to me. So on the rewatch, like, because that bothered me. Where it's just like, oh, man, she hates Tyrion. Yeah. She hates Tyrion so much. Um, maybe she was softened when she learned, not necessarily for sure, but Jamie told her pretty unequivocally that, Olena was the one who killed Joffrey because I think that was part of her hatred was that she was convinced that Tyrion killed Joffrey. Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, she has a little bit of a softer spot, but still she wants to rule. You have the hand of the queen on your ground. You could capture him like wouldn't hurt you. It's your brother. You know? It's your little brother. You've been looking for him for seasons. And for her to say that little thing to give it away to me was like, don't even have her put that in there. And have yeah. instead have her be mad at Jamie for having that meeting without her or not even telling her. And then that's when you can have further conversations about, well, Braun did it without my knowledge, and now I'm angry at Braun. Yeah. But to have slipped that in, it doesn't make any sense for her character to let him go. 
And I wanted ja- or I wanted Tyrion to have to save Jamie the way Jamie saved Tyrion. Like I just thought that would have been kind of a nice way to go, but alas, Jamie can swim. I think all of the people in the subreddit, a lot of people thought that was going to happen, right? A nice little uh, poetic turn of events kind of And a then thing. I mean, you know the big issue that I had. Let's just get to it. Well, how dumb the plan is. The worst plan in the history of the show, I think, where it's just like, what are you what it's is it just a plot device to get this group north, which I'm excited for. It's great like to get that crew together north of the wall. It might pay off just because the next episode's going to be fantastic. But just the way they the way they did it. It's like, what you need to get a white, bring them back to Cersei who doesn't really have any power right now and show her that this thing is still alive, even though they cut the hand off earlier in season one and the hand like decomposed. So you don't even know if it'll work. Um, sending John doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. I had... There was, uh, we were just talking about the Twitter guy, Brendan B fish, game of Thrones, song of ice and fire, all that stuff. And he had a good tweet after it happened where it was almost like the writers worked backwards where step four was, we have Get seven awesome yeah. characters that need to be in a scene together. Three, there have to be north of the wall. Okay, what's the reason that they go there? You know, and I don't know if there's a better... I'm sure there are other options. Maybe that's the best plan. But to anybody watching, it's just the most irrational, unrealistic plan. Like, we're going to go, and Bran has sent me a raven that there are thousands upon thousands of dead people marching on Eastwatch. So six of us are going to go, seven, excuse me, and we're going to pick off one of them to run back and then transport that one. Like, are you going to find yeah. one white that's just lying around? Just like a loner. Also, John like knows. Glansberg, if he's Glansberg, look- <laughs> eating by himself. If he's looking for the Night King, one, anytime Valyrian steel kills him, they disappear. So there's no body that you can get of one of the white walkers, which no, is different no. than the whites, yeah, yeah. right? So I don't understand. It, nothing makes sense to me. I don't understand any of it. What I do want to know is if they mined enough dragon glass so that all seven of them have a good weapon. They it would have to. It didn't look I like mean, it. It looks like Gendry swinging that hammer. Their, uh, put some dra- <sighs> Right? They got to have Dragonstone in there. They so. had to leave right away. Beat the uh, White Walkers. So that was something. Who are to, walking. It, so not the, white, not the White Runners. Oh, no. They are taking their sweet time. So, I mean, just on that subject, it was the first time after an episode in a long time that one of my first thoughts after were, I can't wait till the next book's out. Because obviously, it's a better it's a better form. It's a better, uh, what do you call it? It's just a better medium in terms of... Better medium of- for the story that George wants to tell. And I think they're just so diverged at this point that, you know, his story will be easier to wrap up or just go on in in novel form. Yes, I agree, especially because he's not limited, as we know, exactly. for those that, have, that have read it. It's a read tough it, job. Yeah. It's a lot of pages, and he can build a whole bunch of these conversations. Sam can spend so much more time in Old Town with the Archmasters and things like that. So I definitely agree. I, it does make me a little bit more excited for the books, for sure. Yeah. Um, now, with those Magnificent Seven, should we just jump right in to Gendry? Oh, that was the best part of the episode. He's back. So no problems from you. You didn't mind that we never saw him stop rowing, that he was just in Flea Bottom? Yeah, that's fine. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I mean, they kind of explained it. It was like, oh, he wanted to get the safety. He went to where where he knew. You know, he has the trade and he can do it. He he said he's just waiting 
Didn't know what he was waiting for. But he's ready, man. Oh, he is oh, ready. Oh, he's so ready. And you know what? I didn't think like, oh, man, he must be rowing so far. But then, of course, Tyrion and Davos, it looked like they just r- rowed from Dragonstone and were yeah, there in good 10 smuggling. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he was really good of, at it. In the middle of the day on, on the beach. And he just gets caught, too. It's oh. like, oh, because nobody comes around here. And then next thing, it's like, oh, there's two dudes. Yeah, we might as well try some fermented crab while we're here. Yeah, uh, taking some to Vegas. Oh, are so, you? Yeah, wow. You guys, that'll be, that's going to be good for the fantasy draft. So you were excited to see Gendry. Uh, oh, that Warhammer. Just, dude, he had... There was some comedy with him. Uh, what was the line when um, Tormund when he's just like, "Which queen was it? The queen with the dragons or the queen that fucks her brother?" <laughs> and then you look at Gendry and he's just like, "You can't help but just laugh at yeah. that." I was just like, uh, I just laugh at Gendry. His interactions with John, that was probably my favorite scene of the episode. Just, you know I mean, he's he's not shy. Just going up, ready to swing that war hammer. I do love that he had no qualms. About not hiding who he was. I'm Gendry. Yep, I'm Gendry. He's Clovis. He's <laughs> no, that was all great. Yeah, and when and Davos is just like, oh, like we might need to go, and he's just like, I'm ready, and just like goes and grabs his shit. Oh, he grabs that war hammer, yeah. and then the move where he cracks them both in the face. Oh man, that was savage. It's good. Bring Robert back. Robert lives on. I'm not a fighter. Oh, that accent is solid. All right, so Gendry's back. Uh, you know, we didn't think we'd see him, but we've seen a lot of people that we hadn't thought we'd we'd see. The Wolf, Nymeria, yeah. Hot Pie, but. Is Dario still not coming back? I think Dario's he does. He's, he's gone. He's respecting our wishes. He's taking care of Marine. Uh, and you were right. The Dick on Tarly actor, it's different. It's different a guy. Diff- different guy. Yeah, Alexis sent me something where they've had they've had like eleven different character changes, maybe more. But like a lot of the kids were different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dario was different. Dario was different. The uh, Three Eyed Raven was different. Yep. Uh, I think it's a lot of like you have them for one season and you're not quite entirely sure if they're going to be a lot yeah. in the next one because Marcella's like, oh, she's too young. Like, let's make her older and hotter. It's also three seasons later. So maybe yeah. these actresses have other jobs. Yeah. Which can happen. Yeah. No, no, no. Only Game of Thrones. So, I mean, Winterfell. We haven't talked about Winterfell. We have not. And there's a lot of stuff going on in What's Winterfell. What's Bran doing? I, mean, I don't know, but he's, he's sending ravens to John. So he's obviously communicating with him, yeah. Uh, but he doesn't want to tell him about his parentage. Probably not in the scroll or the scroll for the Raven, of course. Yeah. So Wh- maybe like, hey John, come back to Winterfell for like a bit. Maybe You're on your way going north, right? On your way to Eastwatch. It's like yeah. Oh, by the way, Arya's here. You want to see Arya? Just swing by. You're moving pretty fast. And he does know Arya is alive now because yeah, he does say Brent. it. Now Arya. I'm just gonna say, Littlefinger had been Arya catching and L's. Would have been a nice. Oh, reading. that's one we can. That's one we need with Hot Pie too. Littlefinger had been catching L's. He caught a W this week. Yeah. Was I it mean, good to see him back in his cunning a little bit? Because he was just kind of liked it. But it's I for did. me. It's just like I don't like it at the expense of Arya just being. I mean, I get that she's like a kid, like she's being like a little brat, like and not very bright. It has to be because. She just hasn't been in contact with somebody of his cunning, yeah. Since she's been in Westeros, right? And then, I mean, we can t- like so the scroll that she read, it was the one that Sansa had sent to Rob back in season one. Season one, yeah, before Ned died. Exactly. R.I.P. R.I.P. So before Ned died, saying, "Okay, Robert's dead. Father is a traitor." Blah blah blah. But, like, does Arya, Arya remembers what happened, right? Yes. Sansa freaking out. Joffrey, I hope Joffrey, so. like, flipping the script. And so, like, what is she thinking when she's reading that? I don't 
understand what Littlefinger's. I I get that it's to sow discord between them, but I don't know. Maybe Arya just go up to Sansa and be like, maybe that'll happen next episode. And that's what I think is gonna. I, I that's what I'm hoping is gonna yeah, happen. Maybe, maybe it's hard to judge this episode as a standalone episode when we have the next one coming. Because I think we could easily see Littlefinger just all of a sudden be like, yes, I got her. But then Arya maybe being like, why would he let me find this? This is obviously not true. And then maybe flipping it on Littlefinger. Unless Littlefinger knows that Arya had brought up with Sansa, like, hey, you're not defending Jon. And then, you know, there, there could have been and some And maybe Bran could take his stupid wheelchair and go over to Arya and be like, hey, you're getting played. Hey, Littlefinger's done all of this stuff. Like, he knows about know. all of it, right? Maybe Bran, I, I still don't really, you, what can Bran see? How does he navigate it? We haven't had any visions this yeah. year, so it's hard to tell. But we, but he knows everything with all these people. Yeah. Like we so know he doesn't that really he need to lock into the, the tree because he's just kind of chilling in front of it, like it's like an old fire. Yeah, he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be plugged into it necessarily. Yeah. Now with Arya, now Littlefinger, there's a point where he's going around talking to like Jan Royce and Glover. Is that all a play because he knows Arya's following him? Since when does Royce trust Littlefinger? Well, now that's not trusting. He could have literally walked up to him and said, "Hey, hey did you get cold your cold out?" Exactly, <laughs> right? Because yeah, then when like he looks away, yeah. Jan and Glover are like, "Huh?" Yeah. So I wonder if you know. There's just now. There's just, what are the motivations behind you know what Littlefinger was doing? Well, you ready to beep? You ready to beep? Yeah. Fuck Lord Glover, dude. <laughs> that guy. What the hell, man? Like he's king of the north, and then it's just like, oh, Jon's been gone for like three weeks. Let's go back to Sansa. It's like, what, man? Like, come on. And do you think that John's not sending Ravens back, letting them know what's going on? Like, it just seems like, because they're all like, like, hey, we found all this dragon glass, which is why I came down here. Yeah. But they don't mention that at all in the North. He really just flipped the switch and went back to Sansa like, hey, yeah, maybe we were wrong. It's like, come on, man. I would think that one of the, my least favorite things Take in, head. in the next two episodes would be if all of a sudden there was just discord among those Winterfell children. Like, I can't imagine anything would be big enough to break up Arya and Sansa, especially Littlefinger now, especially with how Sansa has been playing him. But do we know how close Arya and Sansa are, really? I mean, they had the nice moment when they came back, but, like, they never got along. Yeah. Clearly, Arya does not respect Sansa's, like, grabs for power, you know? Like, oh, at all, because... Arya came back, and all she sees now is that she has a little bit of power. She doesn't understand all the things that maybe Sansa went through or the fact that she understands political maneuvering now, which Arya probably doesn't. She's just a killer. Maybe you have a powwow. Thank you. Maybe you have a couple drinks. Maybe you could use each other's skills. That would be a great scene. Arya loves to throw down some lockers. Sansa's eating lemon cakes, a little blackberry wine. Yeah. We'll get Ed Sheeran up there. We'll get (laughs) him dude. Oh, he's dead. That would have been great. I'm Dickon. It's like, yeah, yeah, roast that guy. Now, what if Ed Sheeran was floating down the river and then Braun was just using him as like a fake bear, like <laughs> just a dead body on top of him? Uh, I'm like, oh, and that's just a floating in body. In a perfect world. It would, it would make more sense. It would. Um, I think, I don't know. Anything else? Yeah, the only other thing about Sam that I can think of is that he just didn't care that Gilly was explaining to him John's parenting. Yeah. Uh, I think that the biggest reveal for all of us Just is mansplaining that... Mansplaining his problems? <laughs> mansplaining. There's so many memes about that where Gilly just talking and Sam just talking over her. Just just what it is. He's just already tired of that. Just let me uh, let me explain to you what really happened. Uh, Are they having sex? Do we know? I mean, they did once. 
on the yeah, boat. Doesn't mean they're still having sex. Pro- probably not. He looks pretty pretty peeved. Maybe they're not. And oh. just, she's holding out. Shut up. She's learning to read, so she's yeah. busy. <laughs> uh, Sidetracked. Is it any... It doesn't mean anything that it was an annulment, and so John's not technically a bastard. I mean, that's what that whole thing was about, right? I know, like the the true nerds, like really freaked out about. It. It's like, oh, he's the trueborn heir. Because in so, the past, yeah. if he was just out of wedlock, then he's still a bastard, no matter what his bloodline Even, is, right? I guess I don't know. And now that he it's right? officially in the books, it's like, oh, he's the trueborn heir because the other sons and daughters are gone. So cool. now would that be a power struggle technically between Danny and John, right? Ooh. I mean, what what side are you on? Team John. Everybody. 100% team John. Anybody team Danny? Do you find that maybe Game of Thrones is leading us to a point where it's like they're testing our limits with incest? Because they want John and Danny, everybody can see the chemistry and their aunt or what, she's the aunt and he's the nephew. Yes. Yeah. Right? Because she's Rhaegar's sister. sister. So that's like the, that's the ultimate dream matchup that's going to happen in the whole series is incest. Meanwhile, the other main She's a little older. relationship yeah. that's happening is Cersei and Jaime. And we all feel for Jaime. He's still hooking up with his sister. Like it just seems like the two big power struggles, it's just all incest. What which, are you telling us, George? I, what are you telling George us? George has some issues. It's very strange. Yeah. Uh, so I just thought that that's something, I don't know, Game of Thrones is testing our... Uh, Know, testing how far we're willing to go. Bran and Arya have been making googly eyes too. <laughs> Bran's in a wheelchair. Oh, he's yeah. not doing anything. He's, he's the three-eyed raven, though. Yeah, so he can do whatever he wants. Like technically, we're not related, Arya. I mean, he's just he's peeking like, out at people doing it everywhere anyway. <laughs> After that last episode, do you think somebody rides a dragon other than Daenerys in the next two episodes? So, other than Danny, yes. Okay. Because I have some some uh, predictions oh. just from like the preview of the next one. Okay. They look totally screwed out in the north. Oh. Like some of the scenes. There are seven look, men up there. Surrounded. Yeah. So I like something saves them. I don't know what it would be, but you know what? Dragon would be nice. Well, you, you don't think Benjen's coming? Ooh, that would be nice too. Right? Ben, yeah. What if, what if Benjen's the white that they get to go to Cersei? Yeah, Benjen's pretty useless though. Why? He's a dead guy and he can talk to them. Like if they bring him back down to the king's landing i mean clearly they get in some shit though before that oh ideally yeah, yeah they just walk out like 15 <laughs> yards and ben is like I heard you guys need a dead man and it's like yeah it's like all right let's go back inside it's cold out here you really are dead how did you know <laughs> uh because i think benjen is going to be the one like it just they look screwed who's dying thoros somebody's gonna die thoros i was gonna say because Beric. i think that if thoros dies then we're screwed because who brings anybody back Beric? barich Barrick, you think Barrick dies and Thoros doesn't bring him back? Turn him into a white? I, I have no idea. So I think somebody, one of them will die. I'll be pretty pretty upset if it's Tormund. What about Jedry? Doesn't get to see the big lady again. I would be upset just because Gendry's so awesome and we just got him back. So that would be a pretty, uh, but doesn't pretty that, brutal kick in the balls. Doesn't that kind of mean he's a little... Susceptible? Yeah. Because eh. John's not yeah, going yeah, yeah. anywhere. I'm scared about Torment. He's just, he's been with us for a long time. He's not the key to anything. I mean, he he's is the, the key, key to the realm. He's the key to the wildlings, maybe. Yeah. So he's going to sit on the Iron Throne. We're pretty sure Cersei's sitting on the Iron Throne at the end of the season by now. Did you get your bet? Because I remember, I never, I didn't bet her. She was like a pretty heavy, heavy favorite. But I know, I know we talked about it earlier at the beginning where it's like, oh, like who could it be? But 
Because you thought she was going to die this season. I was I like, didn't. eh. I love Cersei. Is Euron coming back? What's going on with him? That's a great question. Right? Because he's just over there. I forgot about him for I, a second. I think that this is the episode where the Golden Company that she had referenced, he's blocking in uh, Casterly Rock. Right? He's with Grey Worm. They had torched all their ships. Yeah. So I think in, I think Grey Worm's dying soon because I think that Golden Company's coming to town. And she says, recover something for me. And I think it's either going to be like Casterly Rock uh, or something else. But I think that the Golden Company's coming through. Euron, she's still got a pretty big army. And it's about what can she attack. Could she go to Dragonstone? It's possible. But I do think that we're getting some big uh, battles that we don't really know where they're happening yet. It's pretty nice. Danny can just peace out from anywhere. I'm just like, oh, bye. Yeah. Can't trap me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Well, I'm next excited for the next Game of Thrones. Fantastic. 70 minutes. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Every time I think about this episode, and while it was awesome that Eastwatch was in the intro, and I do like the shots of Eastwatch, I thought it was cool, it's just, it bothers me that Bronn and Jamie are just running free in King's Landing. And I think Bronn's going, I think Bronn's going to go to Danny's side. You think he's going to switch? That, I mean, he had a little comment about like, oh, you lo- you lose me at Dragons. Like, That's true. Maybe she, maybe, dude, he wants a castle, and Jamie's being a little punk about it. It's like, dude, Bronn has your back. Maybe he goes over to Tyrion. Says, "Hey, give me a castle." It's like, "Hey, Frey's are gone." And imagine if they had had a conversation before Tyrion, you know, before Bronn introduced Tyrion and Jamie. Yeah, Maybe that's what nice. they could have talked about. So I do. I think we both agree that there, the episodes left a little bit uh, wanting in some of the bigger scenes. JD didn't like I was as fired much up. as I did. No, I was fired up. you were fired up. All right, but that's all we got for you this week. Game of Thrones. We'll see you guys next week.